0: Today it is like the masses of people just don't have a basic morality. In World War II, they did have a basic morality. They did the same sins that they do today. But there was a shame attached to the sin, and they hid the sin. Today they flaunt the sin in front of us. There's a scripture in Isaiah which I think is very revealing. Isaiah chapter 3, verse 9. The show of their countenance doth witness against them, and they declare their sin as Sodom. They hide it not. Woe unto their soul, for they have rewarded evil, Unto themselves. In Sodom, every quarter of the city of Sodom had homosexuals in these areas, and they all came out from every quarter of the city to try to have sex with the two men who were actually angels. Lot had taken them under his protection. They were going to spend the night in the street. But Lot said, oh, no, no, come into my house. And they agreed to do that. Of course, those angels could fully take care of themselves. But it shows us that not only did every quarter have the homosexuals in them, but everyone knew it. Lot knew what they were. In trying to protect the angels, we see clearly that Lot knew exactly what was going on in Sodom. We don't want to know what's going on, but it's amazing how they disclose it. A few days ago, I was watching a football game and the announcer was talking about the quarterback Patrick Mahomes. He said, "Well, it's been quite a year for Patrick Mahomes this year because he was named MVP of the Super Bowl. He got a new contract. I think it's four hundred and fifty million dollar contract, and he's getting married this year." And then the announcer went on to say his uh, fiance is six months pregnant. And they were just so proud about it all. It's that kind of flaunting it in our face. Well, in Sodom, they flaunted everything in God's face to the point that he finally sent two angels to destroy Sodom. And they say in Genesis a very interesting statement. The angel disclosed the following to Lot. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of the Lord and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. It is like... It just got to be too much in the sight of God. They flaunted their sins in the sight of God, and he sent two angels to destroy the city of Sodom and to destroy all who were in the city. In the 1940s and the 1950s, we just didn't have that. These sins were all committed, I'm sure but it was done in private. The society on a whole was much closer to that morality presented in the Bible. And it was a shame to do these things. So they hid them. Today there's just no shame. This shows us How much closer we are getting to the day of the Lord. The judgment that is coming upon this earth are the 14 plagues that we read about in Revelation chapter 8 through 16. It's called the Great Tribulation. And at one point, the sun does not shine. And after that, we read that they will see Jesus coming through the air and they will be ashamed. I believe the righteous ones of God will be removed from this present earth and taken in their new spiritual bodies to the new heaven and new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. We will not have these bodies that we have right now in heaven. We are given new bodies as it pleases God, according to his preference. Paul says as we've lived in the fleshly body on this earth, we will live in the spiritual body in heaven. The spiritual body will not be subject to decay, death, sorrow, pain, because all of those things come as a result of our present physical bodies. We won't have these bodies, so we won't have any of those things in heaven. Jesus told us as it was in the days of Sodom, so will it be in the coming of the time he comes. Because he said that people will be eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, conducting business as usual. Just like they did in Sodom until Lot was taken out of Sodom, and as soon as he was removed from Sodom, God caused fire and brimstone to come upon Sodom. The people didn't have any idea this was going to happen. The same thing is happening today. The masses of people, I don't believe they know this great tribulation is coming. So they will be as shocked as the people of Sodom were. Let's look At what it says in the Bible about what happened at Sodom, and there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot seeing them rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. Angels do not have wings; it's misunderstood greatly. That's teraphim and cherubim that have wings. Angels do not have wings. They look just like normal men. But Lot knew the wickedness of the city of Sodom, and he was going to offer his protection to these two men who were really angels. Genesis 19, verse 2. And Lot said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. Well, Lot knew that would be deadly for them. So Lot pressed upon them greatly. And they turned in unto him, and entered into his house, and he made them a feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round about, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. They came from every quarter of the city of Solemn to have sex with these two men who were really angels. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them, have sex with them. And Lot went out at the door unto them, and shut the door after him, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. They all knew it was wicked. Behold now, I have two daughters, which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they said, Stand back. And they said again concerning Lot, This one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge? Now will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the men, the two angels, put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. And the two angels smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. And the men, the angel, said to Lot, Haste thou. Hast thou here any besides son in law, and thy sons, and thy daughters, and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place. Because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of Of the Lord, and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons in law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons in law. So they wouldn't pay any attention to Lot. It turns out that Lot's sons-in-law and his two daughters who were married to these men were killed in Sodom. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, because he had four daughters Two of them were married to these men who wouldn't pay any attention to him. And then he had two daughters who still lived at home with Lot. So the angel says, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while Lot lingered, the men, the angels, laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought him forth, and set him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that they said, the angels said to Lot, escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain, escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed, and Lot said to them, oh no, not so my lord, behold now thy servant hath found grace in thy sight. And thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me, in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me, and I die. Behold now, this city is near to flee unto, and it's a little city, just a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. And the angel said to Lot, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city for the which thou hast spoken, the little city. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore the name of the city was called Zohar, the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zoar. Then the Lord reigned unto Sodom and Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. But Lot's wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham, Lot's uncle, got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before the Lord. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the plain and beheld, and lo, the smoke of the country Went up as the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. And Lot went up out of Zoar and dwelt in the mountain and his two daughters with him, for he feared to dwell in Zoar. The angel had told him to flee to the mountain, but Lot thought he would be safer in Zoar. But when he saw the destruction that God brought to Sodom, Gomorrah, and all of the plain around, It frightened him, and he did what the angel told him to do in the first place, escaped to the mountain. If you stay in the midst of the iniquity, there is a danger that you will be consumed by the iniquity, just as Lot would have been consumed by the iniquity. Now Lot chose to live in Sodom. He and Abraham earlier, they just they lived together. But they had too many cattle and servants, and the land couldn't support them. So Abraham said, Look, look ahead of you. All. We have all this land out here. You go one way, I'll go the other. You choose what you want. And Lot looked at Sodom, and it was very green and pretty. And Lot chose Sodom to live in. But because of Abraham, God delivered Lot. Now, Lot was a righteous man. We read about him being grieved over all the wickedness in Sodom. I'm grieved when I see things on television and hear reports like I heard a few days ago. I'm grieved when women flaunt themselves, when they're unmarried and pregnant and flaunt themselves out in front of everybody. I'm very grieved. They show no shame at all, no understanding. Lot suffered a similar grief to that which I suffer, and I would assume you suffer also. In Luke 17, verse 26, Jesus says, And as it was in the day of Noah, so shall it also be in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. You can read of the plagues of the Great Tribulation, the 14 plagues, in Revelation chapter 8 through chapter 16. One thing to consider as you look at the plagues We don't know how long those plagues are going to last with the exception of one plague and we are told it will last five months but we do not know on the other plagues how long they will last but they will, it will be like if a man ran into a lion and escaped the lion and turned around and ran into a bear or if a man went into his house and put his arm up on the sill, and a serpent bit him. He thought he was safe, only to run into another tribulation. And that's what it will be like. The prophets have told us that, the Old Testament prophets. So it would be one thing after another. And at one point, the powers of heaven We'll be shaken. I had a dream quite a few years ago about that. The earth slipped on its axis. The government of men were meeting with the scientists and religious leaders to discuss the problem and see what might be done about it. A newscaster was telling the report of what was happening. But this was unlike other things that reporters speak of because he knew this was going to affect him also. And he was so terrified that he finally just stopped talking, got up, and left the room. He couldn't continue the report. And that was the earth slipping on its axis. The powers of heaven will be shaken before Jesus returns. The sun will go dark. The moon will go dark. The stars will fall. The powers of heaven will be shaken. The earth will shake to and fro and will move out of the assigned spot that it has been in all these generations. God will shake the powers of heaven. Before the great tribulation. Before the return of Jesus. I think the most significant thing for us today to recognize is this increased madness where the world has to display openly their sins in front of all. Because when you do that, you're going to get God's attention. And judgment will come when God has had enough of it. But that's what's happening. We who belong to God continue to live on this earth in peace through prayer, through committing all of our cares and concerns to God. We live in peace even in the midst of what we are seeing today and Jesus said watch yourselves and pray always connecting with God casting your care on God taking your troubles to God being settled that ye may be counted worthy to escape the things that are coming and to stand before the son of man